0: Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're here to bring you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests tell us each a story that they have found today, and today we're pleased to welcome back once more to the show Chris Pallone, who is a freelance correspondent that you can see on NBC affiliates around the country. Chris, thanks for taking the time to join us again.
1: Hi there, Kenny. Appreciate it.
0: So tell us a story, what you found this time, and tell us why the rest of us should look into this story as well.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I love technology. I uh, consider myself a tech geek. I've been fortunate enough to cover uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, the biggest electronic show in the world for the past two Januaries for NBC affiliates around the country and around the world. And the, the story that emerged from this year's CES is one that National Geographic uh, just recently published an article about, and uh, I think it's something that your listeners are going to see more and more about over the next year or year and a half, or they may have already heard about it, uh, but don't even know what they're really uh, talking about. Uh, this National Geographic article is called 5G is Coming Soon, Do You Care? You Should, Here's Why, and uh, it, it, in the article basically goes on to explain what 5G technology is when we can expect to see it here in the United States and why it could revolutionize uh... the way that we live our lives
0: so the simple question is when you say things with uh... numbers and g's i think about my phone is this just about my cell phone or is this about other things how i live my life is a big statement
1: well the 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 mobile technology and the cell phone is the basis for it okay so 5g is just basically the next generation of cell phone technology So uh, right now, we use 4G, all of our cell phones, and we use an enhanced version of 4G, which most carriers call LTE, long-term evolution. And that basically means if you have a modern cell phone, a smartphone, you're getting your data on your phone as fast as the network can now deliver it. The towers all around your city or wherever you are deliver Speeds, and uh, usually you hear gigabits per second or megabytes per second, or, um, there's a certain speed at which those things top out. So if you try to download an HD movie onto your phone to watch on a plane or something, it may take 20 to 40 minutes to download um, uh, a, a movie, an HD movie, if you're doing it over the air, not if you're in your home Wi Fi. But if you're just out and about and you're doing it on the phone network, it may take 20, 30, 40 minutes, up to an hour. When 5G technology comes, it will deliver speeds at least 10 times as fast as what we're seeing now, and that means that you could download a two-hour HD movie in a matter of seconds.
0: What are some other uh, ramifications beyond just my downloading something off Netflix? Sure.
1: Yeah, it's always what is the that was always my question too. Because the first thing that that people who are working in the five G space will tell you is, well, let's say you're playing a a uh, you know a shooting video game like Call of Duty. The the important thing about five G not only is the speed that it would deliver, but it also improves greatly upon what's called latency. So if you put something onto your mobile device, you want to go to a website latency is basically how long it takes that website to respond back to you to say, oh, okay, this is what I'm sending you, that movie or whatever you're looking for. So, 5G will deliver almost instantaneous latency, whereas as soon as you hit go, that information will start coming to you. The example they like to use is that if you play Call of Duty or something like that on a PlayStation, you hit the fire button to shoot at, you know, another player, and Latency is what determines whether you get killed or you kill that person because if you have lag, if you have latency, the network doesn't recognize that you pulled the trigger in that game. Well, so what? You're playing a game, right? What
0: mm-hmm.
1: is what is really going to change our lives in the proponents of of five G and the people who are working in it is the lack of latency and the amount of speed that this will deliver will mean that you can have cell phone transmission in almost anything you can imagine so imagine driverless cars right all these manufacturers are trying to come up with autonomous cars that drive themselves well if you live in a city like i do like new york city you could put sensors in all the stoplights or along all the roadways that will communicate back with the car and back to the grid to give real-time data of how fast traffic is moving, what lights need to turn green at what time, you know, if there's an accident, if there's something in the road. Right now, with 4G technology, there's a lag time between that, so it's it's not instantaneous. This will make it so there's almost no lag time at all, so that your, say, self-driving car can respond almost immediately to what's going on around it. And, and there are a million other applications, uh, everything from your appliances, um, you know, it's not just your phone, it's not just your car. Anything that can benefit from an immediate contact with the internet will be sped up such to the point that will there will almost be no lag time and it will change the way that w- that we, we interact with the world around us. And and one of the obvious examples is self-driving cars, that that this will start to become a reality much faster than you could ever imagine.
0: So this sounds like a game changer. There's uh, implications across pretty much everything we do. So what are the downsides, I'm thinking? Battery, connectivity, security, anything else right. that we need to worry about?
1: Well, security is always a huge... I mean, we've seen it with the election. I mean, anything that is connected to a, a, a an online grid is of course going to be subjected to security risks and that's something that that everybody's going to have to think about from the power grid to uh you know the internet or phone infrastructure our computers everything that's on a network has is going to be having a huge security concern uh the question that i always had was as we progressed in cell phone technology from 2g to 3g to 4g the number of users and the content always outgrew the network, so to speak. So if um, uh, right now your mobile plan says that you can use under twenty gigabytes of data a month, you you might think, "Oh, I'm never going to use that much." But as manufacturers come out with higher resolution television and movies, you're always going to be using more data. So my question for you know executives with intel and and this article explains a little bit is, this is a whole new infrastructure. And so their contention is we will never outgrow this system. It can always be upgraded to include more capacity and more speed simply by software changes as opposed to hardware. The problem with the cell phone network as it is right now is it really can't get much faster because of the nature of the towers, the way they, they transmit over the bandwidth that we have right now. With 5G, when it comes out, instead of having towers every couple of miles or so, there will be little antennas in your building, say, or where you work, that's maybe the size of a shoebox. That'll be little extenders, little antennas that help spread out the network. As we get better, as we increase the need for more data, the big telecom companies, AT&T or Sprinter, whoever, will be able to upgrade the speeds and upgrade the capacity of the network just by changing the software. They don't have to go out and build whole new towers. And that's a game changer from what we've been doing over the last 30 years with cell phone technology.
0: That's a huge cost uh, translation right there. One last quick question, Chris. You're a television newsman. How does this change your industry?
1: Well, we're already seeing it, Kenny. You know, uh, over the last five, six, seven years um, we are starting to do more and more live shots over cellular networks. There are devices, they go by various brand names, LiveView, Digero, TVU. Basically, what these are is our, our, uh, our, our boxes, transmission boxes, that work on anywhere from four to 10 different cell networks. And they take a live picture from a, from a TV camera and they break it up into little packets of data and they send it out over the cellular network, and then those are reassembled at the TV station. So nowadays, I don't always need a satellite truck, which either takes the signal and sends it up to a satellite up in space and then down to the ground below, or a microwave truck, which is what local news uses, where a microwave signal is sent directly back to the station. We're already seeing more and more live shots done over the cellular spectrum. And so obviously that's going to make this much more reliable, much more uh, quick. You can send higher resolution pictures. And like right now, when I was at CES, I was doing my live shots over the cell spectrum using one of these live view backpacks. Um, when I talked to a station in Chicago, they would say, okay, I'm going to say go, you say go, When I when you hear me say go, and then they count. And usually there would be at least three to four seconds of lag time between me saying go and then he, them seeing me on TV saying, that will be eliminated. And so um, it's going to make live television production cheaper, faster. You'll see people going live from more places that you could never even imagine. And uh, so that that's one early uh, change that you will be seeing in, in broadcast journalism in the coming year. We already use fewer and fewer satellite and microwave trucks but that trend will continue.
0: And we'll just leave it to our listeners to think about how this uh, new dawning of a technological age, if you will, will impact their lines of work as well. We've got links to this National Geographic story that Chris is talking about, and we'll have links to Chris as well. Chris Ballone, once more, a freelance correspondent uh, from the NBC that you might see on NBC affiliates around the country. Thank you, Chris, for taking the time to join us once again today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And this is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith.